the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 288 of the Heart of LAC podcast. For this, we're going to call it Down to the Wire, since that's what we do every time we play against Philadelphia, is we take it all the way to the end to take care of business. It always ends in a draw, it seems, but it doesn't matter. This is what we do. This is how the rivalry works, and we'll explain why on this episode today as to why this happens every time we play uh, Philadelphia. Uh, we're also going to cover uh, the Open Cup because we finally got the draw. It's going to be really interesting way that one's going to play out. And scenic for some of you who are going to make a weekend out of that. Uh, we've got a preview for the next match. We're going to talk about CCL because the other side of the bracket has had some exciting moments. We're going to get you covered on all fronts here and maybe make fun of a real TIFO that, that was painted apparently by one guy and he has trouble making hands. We'll have fun with this today. All right, let's get into it. Bam is on. Tony's on. Araceli is on. I'll throw it to you, Araceli, because you've been doing some hard work this week. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Uh, I mean, I'm exhausted. I'm not going to lie. This week has been a very fun week. We got the NFL draft here in KC, and I just feel like I've been to every event known to man. <laughs> and we're not. I'm not even halfway through it, but overall... I'm just enjoying it. It's been really fun. And especially the best part is um, one of our dear friends, one of our uh, fellow colleagues, Katia Kesterena, is also in town for the draft. So we kind of made made it like a mini LEFC watch party last night for the game. And that was really great. That's awesome. And the finish, of course, made it worth all of it. So good stuff. Good stuff. Bam, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, somebody's been a bit tired this week. It's not sleeping too much, working too hard, all the fun stuff that you do when you get older. Um, I only got to watch the first half of a game this week, so missed a lot of the, the fun stuff by the sounds of it. But, you know, <laughs> I, we'll, we'll talk about that later on. For sure, for sure. And Tony, how are you doing? I know I just saw you last night. Uh, both of us seeing like crazy people in the in the brewery and uh, holding it down with Amy on drums. Man, she was amazing. Well done, Amy. Uh, had a good time. Wasn't the result we were first expecting, but it's kind of the one that we tend to deserve. Uh, how you feeling, Tony? Doing pretty well. Tired right now. I don't know if like Bam said, uh, it's like the week might be just tiring and everything, which is kind of hilarious because we don't have a game this weekend, so we should be energized for Tuesday. Uh, overall, doing pretty well. Um, we'll talk about the game movie not coming soon, but as much as the watch party was very low-key, this game was very low-key, but that was more because of the game has been more of a chess game instead of a checkers game. Oh, tactics are fun sometimes. Not for the random person watching it, but for geeks like me that have a chance to really watch two of probably the best coaches in the league go at it. It's 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 always fun to to see where they're trying to pick each other apart. Good stuff. Again, not always the most entertaining games when that kind of stuff happens, uh, but needed. You know, you want to win, you're going to do anything you can to get there, and we'll explain some of that. Of course, this is LAFC Day in Los Angeles. That is right. April 27th is our official day with the city. As you guys saw some pictures from me from back in the day, I think pre, was that pre-beard? I don't know. Um, 
You had beard. new beard. Just, new beard. You had like a um, what I yeah. had. Barely, barely getting in the flow. Um, definitely had a great time going to City Hall on the official day. That was actually opening day as well. Uh, what a busy day for me as president of the Black Army to do that all day. But it was good. It was fun. It was amazing. It's great to have the support of the city. Of course, they did light everything up again as well uh, back in the day. And, and every year after that, we just get to celebrate this day. I got kind of lucky. I, I, I ordered one of these guys, thanks to Josh from the Black Army. Uh, who gave me the link and how to find one of these little fun boys. You can hit me up later if you want to find that. Um, but yeah, got a toy, got a new toy. Um, yeah, a lot of fun with that one. Nobody bought it for me. I bought it for myself. I want to say that 27 million times. Um, yeah, there's that. It's fun. It's cool. Check it out. Um, outside of that, of course, the other celebration, we got a gift, another game on the schedule um, of the Open Cup. And so we are back in it. It is real. There's been some upsets, of course. Some MLS teams did get dropped. Little shockers there. Of course, San Jose being San Jose, they always find their way out early anyways. And that, of course, affects us as we talk about who we drew. Uh, but, yeah, um, it kind of snuck up on us. I'm not going to lie. Right, Bam? I mean, we're so focused on champions. They're like, what? Open Cup? <laughs> yeah, Open Cup's just around the corner. Um I'm going to have to say this, and I'm going to laugh really hard, the fact that Atlanta lost 2-1 after being 1-0 up in the third minute against Memphis, and then a 96-minute penalty to Memphis for a tackle that should not have been done. I'm sorry. The Memphis player saw the Atlanta defender slide in front of him, inside the box went, hmm, we're down 1-0. What to do? I'll take the contact and go down for a penalty. And then a... Extra time, 100th minute winner for him was just amazing to watch. So we can always laugh at Atlanta for that kind of stuff. But, yeah, we do have Monterey Bay away for um, our Open Cup match. It's currently listed as Tuesday, May 9th. Yeah. So a couple of days after our trip up to Levi Stadium to play the Quakes. So... You could definitely make a, a vacation out of this. It is not too far away from San Jose, and there's amazing things to see out that way. Of course, Highway 1 is right there. Um, you're right on the coast. The stadium, I kid you not, uh, there's there's a stadium. It's on the campus. You go across the street, and you're in the ocean. Um, it's that close to the ocean. It's right there. Um, there's a state park right there. So, hey, go enjoy the beach. Go to the aquarium. Have a good time with it. It should be a good time out. Uh, we have a good chance of taking that place over. Uh, their match against San Jose, they had a pot, they had a crowd announced, I believe, of 830. Am I? Did I see that right? 831. That's it. 831 fans showed up to see them take on San Jose. So if you guys want to take over a little, a little park called Cardinal Stadium, yeah, you guys can definitely do that. So those residual fans who went crazy uh, supporting us in San Jose, hang on a little longer and take that one over too and you're in the process. It's it's good. It's definitely good. Um, some things to, to notice, uh, Frank Yallop is their coach, uh, former Galaxy, former San Jose. Um, yeah, fun target. He is He's running it. Uh, so, yeah, getting one in against San Jose was good for them, I guess. Uh, but that is that is what's going on. We got to play Monterey Bay FC. Um, they did beat San Jose on a turnover, a cheap turnover. That's funny too. Uh, but it's our turn. You know, we get to go in there. It is a busy schedule, but 
we're going to take this one as serious as we do the others because we got to get through it. We've never won this one before. You know, focus will always be on the new, the new shiny objects. And so we'll go from there, you know? Um, Yeah. I heard seven 30 kickoff now uh, is what it's going to be. Tickets are already going on sale locally. We'll keep you guys posted on supporter stuff and and what kind of ticket allotments we're going to get. It's a tiny ground. So I'm not sure how much we're going to get in that case. Right, Bam? Yeah, it's the ground has about six thousand. Um, currently, they are fifth in the West. Um, played seven, won three, drawn two, lost two. Um, they've got two more games at home before they play us. They play River Grand Valley this weekend, and then on the sixth of May or fifth of May for you guys, they play Pittsburgh Riverhounds. So they're not going to get much rest either. Just like us, we play the sixth. They play the fifth. It's not a huge advantage, to be honest. Um, we have a deeper lineup, obviously, so we can afford to cycle. They can't. Um, and so it will be interesting. Uh, you know how it goes. These are cup competitions. It's a one-off. Anything can happen. Uh, so you can't write it off. You got to take it serious. Um, good thing is the way the brackets played out, certain teams that we've had trouble with in the past can't even get to us because they're probably going to be out in the next round anyways. I won't mention the names of those, but at least two heavyweights, former heavy heavyweights, I'll say, have to take each other out in the next round. So at least that eliminates one potential uh, problem. So it's good on that end. I believe if we win, uh, RSL could be an opponent, I think is the way it's breaking from what I see. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't really matter for us. We just got to win this one and we'll let the draw play itself out. You know how everything redraws anyway. So we'll keep you posted. Just definitely, uh, if you can make it out, make it out. I know it's a drive, but hey, a vacation ain't bad for anybody. Um, that being said, we can definitely move in uh, to the game itself because you all know why you're out here anyway. Uh, yes, ma'am. Before you move on, I do have to say to the podfather, Jerry, their game, this loyal game against the Sanders was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. The, Sanders actually won the game 5-4 in extra time. And they were 2-0 up at one stage and just went crazy. So, Jerry, unfortunately, but with the rumors going around, you get the next MLS team, you'll be back up with us soon. Yeah, another article dropped today saying how close they are. Um, it looks real, people. It looks real. I hope they do. Um, I, I, you know, that sounds like an amazing away day for me. Uh, not going to lie, a couple hours drive and getting into it, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it is San Diego. It's always beautiful. The weather's always nice. Can't go wrong with this stuff. And we have friends down there, people. So it just helps too. All right, let's get into it. Let's talk about the draw itself. I know you guys want to jump on this thing. So let's just get right to it. The draw in Philly. Um, I heard the mixed emotions in, in the, in the brewery, the ups, the downs, where were we? Why are we so flat? Why does it look this way? I think you just got to look at the way the lineups were built to know, Yes, you're playing Philadelphia. You're playing them at home. That is a fortress for them. These are the two best teams in the league. They proved that last year. Uh, They could have beaten us. They had a lead. They had us, and we came back. But it's always been the drama. They know how to play us. Tactically, they know how to match us. We know how to match them. This is kind of our nemesis in a way, uh, tactically. right? They're the anti-LAFC. That is what they are. That is what they're built to do built to counter us and it kind of proved that in this game um lineups for this match basically they went with what we thought they were going to go with again very typical in their approach they had blake and goal always trouble glessness and elliot as your center backs wagner on the left 
Biasso on the right. Uh, Martinez anchoring the midfield with Bedoya on the right, McGlynn on the left, and Gazdag playing playmaker. Uh, Carranza and Ure were up top again. No surprises, right, Bam? No, not at all. That's what we thought they'd go with, and it is one of their strongest lineups. Um, the 4 3 1 2, which is something that you know they've been doing, so anything outside that would have been something different. Exactly, exactly. And the only the only difference from say when last time we played him was Flock was out there instead of uh I guess Bedoya, right? Because he was hurt, and that was the big the big change for us. Uh again, we went strong with our lineup. We had McCarthy in goal, we had Mario and Long in the in the D. We had uh Hollingshead on the right, Palacios on the left, experience, right? Uh Sanchez Acosta Cifuentes, classic, right? Classic. Apoku, Buanga, and Vela. Again, I think we all pretty much said this is what it was going to look like. We did have our preferences for Tillman, right? Uh, Bogus. We've talked about the possibilities. And, of course, the center back situation with Long as well was questioned uh, by a lot of you guys and us as well. Uh, but instead, if you look at it, if you're going to go with experience playing against Philadelphia, this is the most experienced side you could think of at the moment. Familiarity is there. Not a shock. Now, uh, going into the game right away, Tony, I'm going to throw in the highlights to you, and then we'll break into to the, the nerdy side of things. Uh, go for it, man. Not much to talk about because we have to break out the nerdiness about it because realistically, 86 minutes, um, there was a handball uh, from the, the view that we got. It looked like it hit off uh, Costa's head. But from another view, it looked like it came off his arm, like as you were saying, around the shoulder area. I saw chicken wing, one. man. Yeah, chicken wing. Yeah. So, um, penalty shootout against McCarthy. Unfortunately, couldn't stop this one. And Gazdad puts it away to make it up <sighs> one nil. And, you know, we, they were all excited. You could tell that the supporters were crazy going and going, thinking they were going to take a win at home against us going into Tuesday. But not even five minutes later, the person who got the handball redeemed himself with and scored from this very like almost falling like to the floor, put up his leg, knocked it down, goal by uh, Costa and puts it past Blake, one of the best one of the best keepers in the MLS three times as you've known, have we been oh, yeah. being told multiple times over and over on the broadcast, uh, the broadcast. <laughs> and how many times was it, Tony? How many? Multiple times. I don't fucking know. Three times. He's back to back, you know, back to back to back goalkeeper of the year. And just to see his face afterwards and the goal, it was just great. So now we have the advantage moving forward into Tuesday because we have the go- away goal are accurate. So they have to score two. For or they have to score one, and we just have to score one and keep yeah, keep scoring one, just one to be ahead. Um, the only thing I will talk about, and this is where my I'll go my nerdiness before we get into Joseph's nerdiness, is the TIFO that everyone saw. They posted <laughs> can't draw fingers for one, two, they have to go to a different power level to try to defeat us at a base form and couldn't beat us. So I'll leave it at that. If you know your Dragon Ball Z lore than you know what i'm talking about so it was an epic fail you're saying by uh by their supporters with an unfinished their banner clearly was unfinished i'm sorry that didn't look the part um i still trying to figure out i guess it was dungeons and dragons but they tried to do a play on words and it just didn't 
it didn't run through. I mean, pretty pretty pathetic all the way around. I think they should spend less time in the tailgate and more time uh, making TFOs get the job done. Sorry, but not sorry. Um, they'll come at us with nonsense if you're not going to back it up with your own work. Work wins. 3252 can tell all you that. Uh, you got to put in the work. Late nights are required. Late nights are required. You do them. That's how it works. Uh, Bam, your impressions on the match before I get all nerdy on you guys? Um, I think I just watched the whole first half. Um, then I had to start work. The first half, it looked for the first 10 minutes at least, we just weren't there. It looked like it looked like how <laughs> I'd say me and Tony's feeling right now. We're tired, we're like um it's just we we just weren't there. It was just mentally physically we're there, but mentally we're like, can we get this over and done with? We want to go home, we want to see our families, why are we here? This <laughs> this this town's boring, there's nothing to do here. You know, it just for me, the first 10 minutes is like, yep, cool. Game over yet, or what? Oh man, I go to Aristelli before I explode. Aristelli, your impressions. Um, I have to admit, there, there's certain things that I don't really remember that I might need a refresher on, but from what I do remember, the play did look very stoic at times. It, it there wasn't no sense of urgency. The only real signs of life, I guess you could call it, was towards the end with the penalty and then the equalizer. So, uh, it, I mean, it's definitely one of those weird matches. But, hey, now the battle moves to L.A. So, exactly. That. An essential away goal. We'll talk about how that played itself out. What changes had to occur to make that happen for us. Um, I will say this. the wa- The reason why. It looked the way it did from the early stages was the tactics of the other side and ours as well. The approach was definitely a counterpunch approach from both sides. Both sides were really intent on playing a counter on each other, but nobody was really, really willing to open up to do that, which neutralizes the game. Um, Jim Curtin's interview, go check it out on YouTube, uh, really kind of gave up where they were at and how they were feeling in that first half and how they were surprised at our approach and how different it was than the usual. And this is where I get into it and why it's boring for all of us to watch it on TV. But from a tactical standpoint, from from two coaches really trying to get the best out of their lineups and to expose the other side's weaknesses, they both were very good at it. Uh, the problem is it just neutralized the game itself from the early stages. Now, you could er- early see in this game, they know that we like to come up from the outside backs. They know that we like to press forward. We They know we like to compress the game and play high. Their whole game plan, it seemed, was they were going to put one over on us. Um, the early stages looked like they were really looking at a weakness between uh, Palacios and Long, figuring they could catch Long on a run, get one over his head and get it done. Um, and Palacios would be out of position because you know where he, he steps up. That seemed like the early area. That was also Bedoya's territory we didn't play against in the playoffs right and so it was his role to make it uncomfortable for us on that side to open that up it was working to a point the only issue was we played farther back from our starting position from where we didn't tend to build attacks we were about five to seven yards deeper in most starts than we normally are including our strikers and wingers who are also playing very very low not normal for what we do and I think what it was was from the early stages, our side realized that the openings were there. There were breaks. We saw the breaks um, that they had figured out 
a way to get past us and they had to make a quick adjustment which cost us our own game plan to survive it it that's what it looked like to me and i i think i mentioned it to tony like man we're gonna get beat and it's gonna be between it's gonna be between these two because i you can see that they were poking you know that was where that's where they thought they were gonna catch us well we did those we actually released hollings head at that point and that's how they got two good chances against us because they just switched it to the other side because they are a dynamic side and so it made it really hard for us to play our game plan because they're so quick on the counter you got to give it to philadelphia they they know how to match us. They know how to neutralize what we do. Uh, you can get mad about it. You can get frustrated at our players. Like, how can they not figure it out? You got to understand how long those guys have been playing together, how established they are as a lineup. We call it predictable. For them, they call it high function, right? They know what they're going to do. It, they don't have to think about it. They just do. Um, that's why they are where they are. That's why they're going to they're gonna finish higher than you expect them to. That's why they're going to march through the playoffs again this year and create problems for everybody and potentially come at us again if we can get our jobs done, right? But in this game, you, you saw the chess match, and it did take a lot out of it. Now, what changes things in this game is the substitutions. Once the changes start happening for both sides, that tight system that both sides play, it opens up. And, and then you start seeing more options on both sides. You start seeing a better game in the second half. That's what I was seeing. That's, you know, Curtin kind of suggested that as well, um, where they were at and a little surprised at our approach. And the second half, of course, became the entertaining story because then the game did open up a bit. And then you saw some chances for us, some chances for them. And at the end of the day, I will say this right now, both sides earned a draw. That's what they earned. Nobody earned the win in this game. Nobody did enough to, to, to get it over the edge. They did just enough to survive, and it's the exact score you got. Now, if you're a pragmatic individual, you look at a 1-1 draw on the road in a tough house, knowing that you come back home to the 32-52. As Tony, I was, I, was, I was crazy about it. I'm like, this is what we needed. We needed an away goal. Like, that was all we needed was a freaking away goal. Um, and we got the job done. Uh, come home, take it. Do the job, put in your best lineup. A couple more guys get rest in the lead up to this. We have no games this weekend, and we get these guys. Now we know what their approach is. We make our adjustments and get it done. That's where I'm at on this. This is what I was seeing. You had to survive the moment. You know Jim Curtin's going to do something against us that will not quite be what we're used to because that is how he is with his team. When they went down to Guadalajara to play Atlas, they switched into a 4-3-3, right? That that's something you don't normally see from them, but they knew they had to do something different because that is the way Philly is. They're pragmatic. Get used to it. It's going to make trouble for you. You know, it's not going to be pretty, but you got to get the job done. So that's my impressions on it. Now, if you want to get into individual players, I'm going to throw it to you, Tony, first, because there's some guys we got to talk about that need to get better to make this happen on top of the cerebral side. It's just getting the job done. Go at it, man. I know you got a few you got to talk about. I got to say the I got to say the one person I've, like I said, y'all laughed at me and it wasn't a laugh like, oh, unfortunately this, but it was because unfortunately, uh, Popoku's not cutting it right now. He's just late to the ball. He's not making the runs that he used to make, or he's slow to what the plan play needs to be. Uh, we may have to, as you said, in the talks before the pod, we may have to bring one of our midfielders to be a winger, to be one of the wingers in the middle. Uh, the other person that we also have to talk about is Sifu. Uh, he's just lost 
some edge again could be consistency of like starting and everything but as you notice the one substitution who came in made the big difference of making the play a lot different um those are my two people that i want to talk about anybody else have the anyone else that they want to throw in quickly before we fire talk away man. go for it look i'll i'll admit a poker sifu all last year i was on their bandwagon i was on them i was supporting them 100 but right now i've got to agree with you tony it's they're both not cutting it to how they were last year if they, if they were playing like they played last year we would have won two three nil easily but now because they're not how they have been getting the one one out of philadelphia is a great result because it means that they must score when they come here um another person that I think needs a bit more help would have to be Stipe Buke. He's still yeah. he's still he's still learning our um system and all that. But I think for our next game we have to start with Vela, Buonga, and Bogus up top. That's what it has to be. Those three up top. If it's not those three up top. I I'm with you on this. Um, you know, I when Vela came off for Buke, I was, man, I was a little floored by the move. I think Vela was taken aback by the move. You could see his reaction to it. Um, because at that point, we lost the ability to hold the ball up high. And if we did get the ball up high, it slowed down immediately when he got the ball. Like, there was no bang, 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 right? No, he's got to think about it, right? He's doubting his own stuff, which which for a young player, if they get into that, it happens. But you can't afford to happen, have that happen against Philadelphia. You can't afford to do it in a knockout tournament. If you're still in that realm where you're trying to figure that out, you shouldn't be on the field. Uh, I, it's that simple. Uh, we need guys that can function. You know, Bogus comes into the game. Honestly, guys, did you see a place where he was weak at any stage in this match? To me, he looked just fine. He was right in it. He was getting the job done. Um, doesn't always stand out. But he's still making his runs. He's pressuring where he needs to. And he's just getting the job done. Simple. Doesn't have to go crazy. Where the other player was slowing the game down every time he got the ball. It, it, it's just very frustrating. And we really do need to focus on, on what clicks and what doesn't, especially with this lineup. I think the other name that you have to bring up is Tillman. If Tillman doesn't come in the second half, we don't get the tie. It just it doesn't happen. Um, he's the huge reason why we got there. Essential. If you watch the buildup, it changes the game when he's on the field. Um, now you got to think of the next one. You can't just wait to make adjustments. You got to go from the get-go. You can't get caught. We don't shut these guys out. We already know this, which means we're going to have to produce. And it's got to be more than one because if they get an away goal on us, we got problems. And so we need we need to be more effective. Counters have to be there, and we have to have the players that are that are ready for it now, not trying to figure it out. Uh, I'll throw it to you, Araceli, and your impressions on it. Um, are are you kind of in the frame of mind we're at, where it's like let's let's just move on from development and get the job done next week? Oh no, I I mean I definitely agree. And when we were discussing the lineups last time, you know, kind of our predictions, I was definitely coming at it with more of the experience level, considering what Philadelphia could have fielded, and it turns out. You know, they used the players that we thought they would. But considering Mahala and Sifu, I'm definitely, 
you know, in agreement on that. Their performance has been very lackluster for the last couple of months. And it was kind of one of those, not like a Hail Mary, but kind of, you just kind of hoped that they would show up in this match. And unfortunately, that wasn't the case. And same with Buke. Um, they, he's still having problems finishing. He needs to finish. And I I definitely agree with Bam that the next round, Bogus gets to start. Let's see what he can do. We're, we're there. Uh, this is the playoffs, right? We are in a playoff match. It's a grudge match. It's revenge. That's what they're looking at for us. And they're going to come to our house fully intent on taking us down, getting those away goals and making it hard. I will say this now. A draw will not get us through. A draw will not get us through in this game. You're not going to shut them out. We don't shut them out, which means a draw will not be enough. We have to go out there with killer instinct and take this game. It's that simple. You want to catch them on counters and be smart about it, which we saw in this game. That's fine. But at least bring the players out that are that are capable of turning a, a, a counter into a goal. Not holding the ball up. We got to be careful with this thing. It's it, This can blow up in our face real quick against Philadelphia. It can. We already saw what they can do. They're only going to be stronger the next match. Simple. Simple. Um, if you look at the stats, it was all a wash because of the system. I'm not even going to get into it. If you look, it's it's like, well, yeah, tit for tat, you know, like a boxing match. Everybody's got their jabs in. It's a split decision. Again, a tie was appropriate. I see it every step of the way. Um, I will say honorable mention, of course, goes to uh, John McCarthy. Um, amazing game. He saved us twice where they should have scored on us. Kept us in it. He, I will be honest, on the penalty, <laughs> the taker actually sold that he was going to go low right. He dropped the shoulder. It looked like in, in, in the last second he switched out. I thought he was going down there as well. And McCarthy, that's why he did. All the body movement was like, oh, yeah, that's where he's going. And he he, he went against the grain and, and got his goal. They had to do something special. That's how you beat John McCarthy, at least with them. Um, but good on him for the rest of the game. He kept us in this. So applaud to him. Um, I also mentioned that with, with Buanga and his struggles in this game, I mean, they were really, really playing it hard. Uh, playing them tight, making it tough to move. That's where the other guys have to step up. If they're playing him that tight, that means there's opening somewhere out there. You just got to take advantage of it. So there's my take. Anybody else want to jump in on this one before we move on, Tony? Um, just before we move on, we say this in, const- in constructive criticism. We love our players to the to the end, and the, we we say this with not they need to go. What the hell are they doing? We do this because we want them to be better for them as a player and as individual. And this is just us trying to be like, yo, you're not doing it right now. What's going on? Like, come on, buddy. Let's go. Yeah. And and fully in, in the mindset of in league play, I expect them to play right in games that we can recover from. I expect them to play in open cup. I expect them to play, right? They will perform. I guarantee it. But when you're playing this team in this moment, this is why we talk about the lineups is, is you're now in a knockout match. It's that simple. You have to go with experience. You have to go with who's in form. It's not about developing a player in this moment. I mean, every time they get minutes, it's about developing, but in this moment, you have to get the win. You can't play nice, right? It's, it's not that moment next week. It will be that moment, right? We go to San Jose. Yeah. I guarantee those guys are starting, but now, 
yeah you just got to be pragmatic about it it's it's that simple anybody else want to throw in before we throw into the reactions of our of our faithful supporters i i do have to say and because like joseph joseph likes the technical side of it i like watching the referee side of it see how they call the game and all that i actually didn't the first half that i watched the ref let a lot go he let the teams play he he wasn't calling little things he's like you know what you're both doing it let's let it go and when he needed to control it he controlled it well so it's amazing what happens when pros not involved uh there were i mean there were some moments i gotta be honest um there there were some moments uh that to me were were a little bit yeah it seemed to lean on the other side a bit the second half some stuff where guys would sell it and he'd fall for it. I do give him credit for not quickly calling the penalty and and, and allowing VAR to do its job. That was, I think that was the right move because it was such a 50-50 situation. Let them do their jobs, and he did, and it turned out to be correct. I know all of us in the moment were like, no way, that's not. And then when you finally saw the replay, you're like, all right, now I see what they see. Now I get it. And and Acosta's reaction kind of gave it away that he did it, you know. Um, but can I blame this one on the ref? No, it's us. It's them. It's, it's the match that, that it is. So, all right, let's get it out to you guys. Uh, see where you're at. I'm going to go into all the comments right away. Game on. Here we go. We got Burke in the mix. Good seeing you on here, Burke. Mr. Velez is on here. He says Tillman is the key to get the win at home. I'm with you, man. Tillman, every time he plays, impresses me more and more and more. Um, it'll be essential as long as he's healthy. Uh, we've got Jibble on the mix. Daniel on Hill's having a good laugh at Monterey Bay because yes, they listed 831 in the match report. And yes, their area code 831. I wonder if they were messing around on that one. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised, but yeah. Um, LL trash came in 600 subscribers. What? I think that's what he's going for. Um, uh, we've got Gerardo Rio. Gerardo Rios, sorry about um, that. We have 600 subscribers on YouTube. That's right. Ah, okay. Dude, and 5,000 on Twitter. I don't know. I guess we're doing something right. It's you guys, once again, um, give, giving us some love, man. It's great to be a part of the LAFC supporters and faithful this time. Again, bigger than ever because you guys. Fervent, crazy, passionate. Travel better than everybody else, and we'll probably outnumber uh, a certain side with supporters next week. So we'll see how that goes. Harder uh, says, can we really not string some passes together without Tillman? Seems like our play is disjointed without him. I, I, it's the Sifu effect, man, right? Things are just not quite clicking with him. It's making it really hard. I think, uh, again, the big thing is Philadelphia and the way their midfield is set up and how they break things apart. I know we want to look specifically at our guys, our guys, our guys. They have a game plan too, and it is to break us apart, and they're very good at it when they play us. And it's frustrating as hell. Uh, but you got to understand that, that they're designed to make games disjointed. They really are. It's tough. Uh, Michael's in the mix. He says, Guten Tag. Uh, fired up for the Philly game on Tuesday in the 3252. The wannabe TIFO jump chant and the FLA were hilarious. Dude, that was shambolic, man. Uh, seriously, I, I could talk for days about their medium effort. Uh, to come back at us. I think it's hilarious. I mean, it's not even worthy of a response on our end outside of doing what we normally do. I mean, just let it let it speak for itself, right? I mean, even MLS put the side-by-side, -side and it, it really 
expose them. So good on you, Michael, for calling that stuff out. Um, you know, imitation is the, the best form of flattery. I guess we'll just leave it at that. Uh, Jay Pimentel says, Buke is not cutting it. I'm with you right now. I'm not happy where we're at right now with him. Um, it seems like he's regressing rather than progressing um, in the moment. And, and it's tough to see because we know his potential is there. It's just, yeah, there's something up. Definitely something up. Uh, Michael and Aunt Mike says Tillman has to start the game if healthy, if Keely and Keelini for his experience. I'm with you on that. I think Keelini over long in this game would be really good for us. Um, we'll see what 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 happens there. Uh, Michael also says I have faith in Dolo to dust his tackles, and he did in the second half. Right? I mean, he did. He always does. These are the two best managers in MLS. I'm going to say this time and time again. You have to understand that Philadelphia's budget is like a third of what we put in, and they still get these results, and they still find these players. You have to give him credit where credit is due. He gets so much out of his side. Uh, and on our side, look what we do with our substitutions. Look at the way we, we approach games. We Again, these are the two guys. They really are. They really are. Uh, David Day says these games against Philadelphia Union are crazy, the most dramatic draws. This team truly is our toughest adversary. Yeah, kryptonite at times, for sure. Uh, David Day is also on the Tillman Chiellini bandwagon. So are we. Uh, we dig it. He also says Apoku needs to come off the bench. Uh, Michael's also mentioning the same three players that we mentioned. All right. Uh, <laughs> Michael is to the point where he wants to see Buke also go to LAFC too uh, to build back up again. I mean, he can be a shock to the system for him, uh, but he can. We'll see what happens there. It definitely is to build some freaking conf confidence because the doubt is there. It's just there. Uh, Daniel Angel Buke is not quite up to snuff. I've been defending him this far, but enough is enough. He'll come around. We know this, but meaningful games aren't the time to figure it out. Dude, let him get out of his system in the Open Cup. Just let him tear that team apart. Work it through. That's a fine game for him to just rip it up. Um, and he will, and he will get better. I'm still confident in that. It's just this next match ain't, ain't it, you know? Um, D Vellis says, let's add Maria to that list. He was getting left behind so easily. I mean, I gotta be honest though. He saved us a few times, um, on breaks where his outside backs were non-existent. He, he got isolated a few times and still got the job done, uh, where old Maria would probably end up with a penalty or something worse. Um, and he didn't lose his feet too quickly. So I will give him credit on that. It's, it's hard. This was a hard game. They're really good at isolating our back line. Uh, Mendo says it's early in the season. If Open Cup was played before CCL, Sifu, Buick, Apoko will be starters in those Open Cup matches. Get better rhythm into the CCL. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Daniel Angel says, what did we think of McCarthy from his belly uh, shovel pass? You guys remember this moment? I'm having a moment here. <laughs> shovel pass from the belly. man. I don't remember that one. Too busy singing, I think. Man, I didn't notice that one. Huh. I have to come back to us on that one. Refresh my memory, man. Um, David Day is also talking about drawing fouls that we weren't quite up to snuff, especially Buke. Uh, <laughs> Mendo says Tillman has the Roger Federer composure. Love it. Um, I'm going to move it a little forward here. 
Yeah, David, we'll talk about this one because I'm kind of digging this. It says LAFC has entered another strategic partnership with a European club, the Vockers of the uh, Austrian Fourth Division. Former big dogs, though. I mean, they've had a long history. I love the green and black stripes. My family has used that for the teams we've run since I was a kid. So it looks kind of cool. Um, also, it's kind of cool. Innsbruck is, you know, for my pop's hometown, that's a two-hour drive. So <laughs> I'm like, hey, this is kind of cool. Um, yeah, and also it's a it's like a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour drive to Munich. So it ain't that far away, and we have another strategic partnership there. So something may be going on and why we're going to that neighborhood. Um, and in the meantime, we can build them up and get them promoted as they want to do with higher talented players and that level requires because of the development deals we have in place. I guarantee you Bayern will get some love into there as well as, well as us because of the partnership. Uh, this should be fun to see. I saw Stadium Benny out there on his social media. They're putting in some work already over there to get things going. Um, again, my only request is that they don't don't ruin their identity. Um, don't do what Red Bull did in Salzburg and kill a club's culture. Um, treaty with kid gloves on the culture side, but of course go hard when it comes to the football side. Um, but definitely respect the history. It's a long history, and we're a very young side. Um, Daniel Angel says, Long was low-key, our best 90-minute player. Long, Long had, again, they went after him, and he survived. So give him credit for that. They were really going after him in the early stages. Um, Edge says, Buick got the assist for Bwanga versus National. He has progress. Yeah, but he missed a, a sitter, too. Um, and that to me, that was an unforgivable miss. I mean, that's too easy. Uh, that's my head, but yeah, got to get better. Got to get better. His potential's there. We know it's there. Just in the moment, he's got to get better. Uh, Edge thinks that the lineup will stay the same, but uh, Buke for Apoko and Tillman for Sifu. Bogus is sub. You might be right on that one. That could be what we're going to see. We'll see. I, again, uh, what we would like to see and what we're going to see tend to be different things. Um, again, we're not the manager. We're not seeing him train day in and day out. There are reasons why. So you do respect that process, of course. And Ox is coming in with the confidence. He says, we got this. There you go. There you go. Love it, guys. Again, thank you for the reactions. Jump on a little bit later as well. We're going to jump into it after we do the match preview. I know, what a shocking preview. Uh, but we're going to get into that as well. Um, and then definitely, definitely jump on and make it happen. All right. Uh, tradition dictates that's right. We're moving on to club and community news. Uh, Tony, what have you got for community news, man? Nothing much really. Again, a couple hours earlier, we had the, uh, little run for that black and gold club for LAC day, which is, you saw the cool little uh, medals that people have been posting left and right. And of course we got a nice little surprise this morning, a license plate cover kidding an actual license plate that you can actually get for your car um it's one of the craziest things that i've seen i've never i think i've seen them before for other teams but i think this is the first mls in california so if you haven't gotten your plate yet go for it because you, that your name might be taken really quickly if you don't do that <laughs> um yeah i mean there has to be I guess 7,500 requests for the customized ones to be a thing. Um, and I was hearing that they were past 8,000 already. So that's a lot of license plates, people. Good on you for being crazy and making that happen. Um, 
I dig it. It's cool. Um, I'm having my reservations about whether I want to do it or not. We'll see. Um, for very supporter-esque reasons why I wouldn't do that. History. Um, but it looks freaking cool, guys. I, I Good on you for making it happen. If you guys have some that you already threw in, if any of you guys made an order, let us know on the chat. Right? So tell us what, what you were aiming for on your design. You know, um, there were backup designs too. So it was kind of fun to see that. The one thing that is a little tougher is it's only six characters. <laughs> that does limit space. Um, but again, it, it's really, really cool. Um, good on LAFC for getting this. It helps the state parks too. The contribution to that. Uh, so all good things. And yeah, I think we're the first pro side to get this in California. I mean, see in other states all the time, Nevada is all about it. You see the, you see the golden Knights stuff coming in town all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but for California, yeah, it's kind of new, super cool though. I dig it. I like it. Um, other community news, of course, the watch parties did happen and they went well, <laughs> uh, well attended everywhere crazy LAFC fans filling up a Wednesday night. Like that is not normal, but now it is because you're LAFC. Uh, so good on all you guys for doing that. Anybody else want to throw any community news out there? Uh, yes, actually there's still a couple more. Um, cool. Of course, 3252 membership is still open. I, you know, helps us. There are two tiers at $30, which gets you the pin, the scarf and discounts at HQ. And then there's the higher tier, which is $50, 55 $50, $50, which gets you a bucket hat, a lanyard, and yeah, it helps us with the and pin. a pin, yes, yeah, and the pin again. We get the pin is uh, is overall, it's just with the I was doing the additional, so um, it helps us support with um, TFOs, drum repair, uh, away day allotment, especially since we're going to a lot of away days coming up soon, so. And this gets you on the list to hopefully get on there. Also helps the 3252 membership for social groups get in, you know, be a official part of 3252 and keep those numbers up. So if you haven't done that yet, now is a good time to do it. Do it. Do it. Just good on it. Mm -hmm. Just on the 3252 membership site now, it's only the $35 membership available. Yeah. The um, slipped my mind. We did sell out of the bucket hats so not saying that another order is going in definitely it will um but for the moment being uh dude you guys went through all those and they made a lot of them a lot so good on you guys for getting all upgraded and i saw a lot of those hats in carson there were a lot of them in carson i was one of the guilty ones for that and it looks cool uh, again the 3252 with the star design is, is stellar you guys killed it once again um, it looks simple, but simple is good, right? It, the aesthetic is is proper when it comes to LAFC and the way we the way we all kind of run things here. Um, classy, definitely. All right, so time and for the LA. Yes, oh more. Yeah. He's got more people. All right, and here you go. Of course, the other most important one is there are still we are still raising money for the Mo Facio futsal court. Again, go to lafc.com slash Mo Facio to donate a dollar, $11, whatever you can give to build this court for our fallen brethren, one who helped build this community that we have, helped build everything that he's done for us. So let's honor our brethren by donating as much as we can or whatever you can give. So that 
is it for community news. Now we can move on <laughs> to the LAFC two update because even though the big side's not playing, Araceli, the number twos are going right. Yes, the LAFC two is back in Fullerton this Sunday. Kickoff is for three thirty p.m. Pacific time. They will be hosting the San Jose Earthquakes too. So although there is no like real uh, LAFC match this weekend, highly recommend everyone go down to Fullerton, catch a match. It's a lot of fun to go see. Um, based on the videos that I've seen from past home matches, the supporters have really been bringing the noise. So I definitely recommend everyone go check it out. Yeah, Mr. Monroy, we see what you're doing there, sir. And you're doing very good. Dig it. Um, yeah, the supporter, the supporters have been strong uh, going to these games. They need more crowd, of course. I saw there were some discount links floating around. So check with your local supporter group for information on discounted tickets because they are real. It is live. The link is there. But you have to check with your local supporter group to make it happen. This is your PSA from me. Um, no, do it. Check it out. Talk to people. Get to the game. Get there for a good price. Have fun. The weather looks like it's going to be nice and warm and sunny and, and a, a nice day for football in the middle of the afternoon. So go for it. Have a good time. Um, all right. I guess. Is that it? Yes. Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. I cede to the one and only Bam. Go for it, man. You got a good one this week. I do. Um, this week, when I decided to go... Instead of going for where the club's from, go where the manager's from. And Jim Curtin's from Pennsylvania. So I decided to pick a band from Pennsylvania. One of the biggest bands out of Pennsylvania. Uh, going with their 1994 album, Throwing Copper, is live. And on that, one of the one of my favorite songs on that album is Lightning Crashes. So hopefully our next game, the lightning on the back of the Philadelphia Union jerseys will be crashing down and out. Of crashing out yeah. there it is love it love it any other big hits from that one man I, that one's got a lot actually yeah you got i alone iris um all over you lightning crashes um damn at otter creek you know it's it is a great album from start to finish that's a strong album yeah good choice man um yeah i alone that's another one i'm thinking if we get out of this round that's it we're the last mls representative so uh on us make it happen all right let's move it forward get into some previews talking about the second leg talk about the second leg for the other side as well the bracket because they've been having an entertaining time of it uh but yeah let's get into it this weekend we get a break go enjoy it get a breather get your voices back definitely get your voices back and we go out on Tuesday. I expect y'all to lose your mind. Stay in, be full, get nuts, make it happen. Fight or die. I mean, this is really where we're at. It's going to happen. 7 p.m. start. Aggregate tied, but we own a precious away goal. We mentioned it ahead, head ahead, all the way. Tony, you tell them how many ties and roses now? Too many to count. Last time we beat them was the first time, so I think we're up to five now, if I remember right. Five or six. Yeah. And they're all high-scoring affairs except for the last one, multi-goal. It's not easy. It's not easy, and they're going to come back to us. 
They're gonna hit, they're gonna hit us hard. We already know this. We already expect it. You know who to look for. Who's gonna be the trouble again? We're so familiar with the side is trouble. You know, guys, Dog and Carranza. You saw the chances they had. They're gonna get him again. Um, to me, the, the the big story is Bedoya. And what is he going to do? He was trouble for us this game. It's going to happen again. We're just going to have to adjust to it and make it happen. On our side, of course, Bonga is always the story. Always is the story. But someone's got to step up. Someone's got to step up. That's going to be the story. So I go to you, Bam. Is anybody missing? Did anybody get hurt in this last game? Are we keep, you know, everybody's available, right? Except the uh, usuals. Yeah, every, everyone's available. Um, obviously, Max isn't, av- isn't available, but yeah, it's it's doesn't seem like anyone put up with injury, and if they do, be a slight one, which should be fit better by next time we play them. Um, just having a look up too is this is only that was only the second time that we've played in Philly. Yeah, yeah, and now both now both times we played in Philly was one one draws, but high scoring at home. Yep, at home, four one win, three three draw, two two draw, six three win. And that's because of the um, penalties. Yeah, which was a draw as well. So yeah. it is what it is. Um, I mean, looking at it for them, do you think you're going to see a big change from them or are they going to do more of the same? Uh, for me, they're going to do more of the same. It's going to be the same same type. They, they'll try and keep with what they were doing. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe change their tactics a little bit, but to me, they know what they can do to get a lead. And in theory, they must score twice. To win, yeah. To, to force it to extra time, they need one and to shut us out. Yep. I mean, I mean, one and one one gets us into yeah, extra time. So if one if we draw yep. this game and there's more than one goal each, we're in a boatload of trouble that means it's done for us our tournament is over if it's one one we go on if it's zero zero we go through it ain't gonna be a zero zero i don't care what you all say i can't see the zero zero happening Araceli, can you see it have a zero zero against these guys no i, I don't see that no it, it's too hard against this side expect them to score we're gonna have to do something special here uh, Tony, your thoughts? What do you think you're going to approach? How do you think we're going to approach this game? I was muted. Um, <laughs> I think we honestly, it, there's a couple of changes I would do it, but I think we're trying to go for, I would say the win, to be honest, just go into the new one as the win, but you never know what uh, the other side is, what test game they're going to try to play. Yeah. I mean, expect, expect an adjustment uh expect a change you know they were getting success once they switched over and went after Hollingshead and Mario um maybe that's going to be their focus from the early stages I expect both of them to start why were they not uh, maybe that's going to be it I, I think we're going to be really careful about the balls coming over our heads right play a little bit more of a lower line than a higher line than we're used to I, I don't think that's going to change I think the big issue is going to be how are we going to look for a breakout that's the, you know, what are we going to do to have that guy sprung? How's, how's the midfield going to handle that to get a quick, a quick transition? Cause we know that we, we kill on transition and how do we prevent them from doing the same thing to us? It's going to be tough. You know, um, do I think we're going to lose? No, I'm not in that mindset, but I know we're going to be in for a battle. Um, and, and whoever wants it more, they both want it. 
whoever's going to fight more in this, give a little extra into this, take over the moment, that's who's going to take this series. It's that simple. Um, we can't come out flat. We know they're not going to come out flat. So it's on us. We got to own our house for sure. Uh, do you looking at expected changes to the lineup for us? Because I don't think we're going to see changes. I think Flock might be the only guy that might come in for them to change things. I doubt it highly. Um, I'll go to you, Bam. Thoughts on this one? I know who you prefer, but what do you think is going to happen? Um, for me, uh, obviously, McCarthy and goals. Um, I'm going to go with in our defense. It's going to be uh, Killing is going to get the start over long. So that's going to be the first change. Um, that's going to be the only change in the defense for me. Midfield, Tillman gets to start over Sifu. And up top, it's going to be a poker on the bench for um, Bogus. Hmm. Okay. So you think they're going to pull the trigger on the Bogus move? I think they are. Um, I'm also going to say that at some stage, Dwayne is going to get on the pitch. That would be fun. I mean, those guys are monsters compared to him. You saw the size. I mean, that's the other thing we didn't even mention. Like, they have giant center backs that can run at the same speed as Palacios, and that's just wild. Um, but that's the reality we're in. Um, yeah, I mean, Duenas is going to be a very physical game. Might be tough for him, but, again, composure is there. Um, and he knows when to hit the deck when he needs to hit the deck. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on that, man. The guy needs time. Uh, Araceli, your lineup preferences, are you? Are we looking at Long coming out and Chiellini coming in? Unfortunately, I don't see a lot of changes going into it, but preferably I would love to see Kellini go in for long. Um, and I agree with Bam, you know, Tillman in for Sifu. And as much as, you know, I like to give Mahala the benefit of the doubt, put Bogus in. There it is. There it is. There's the preference. Tony, he's going to be the realist like me. Go for it. Kellini goes in, of course. He's healthy. Tillman's healthy. A pokey starts. <laughs> I know yeah. I just said unfortunately yeah. a pokey starts. I'm sorry. He plays out, he plays this out, he knows what he needs to do, but and he until he finally doesn't show that he can't do it anymore, then he's the guy. Yeah, I, I mean I'm with you. Like what we want to see and what we are gonna see are gonna be two different things, right? We're the fans, they know what's going on. I get that. Um, yeah, a poker to me is going to start. His sub will be the story. Who goes in for him? I also think the back line is not going to change. As much as I want to see Chiellini play, I think the threat of them bringing the ball over our heads to a Chiellini who's not as fast as long. I know, I know. You're like, are you sure about that? I am. Um, I think they're going to stay exactly the same because they're familiar with their approach. They saw what they gave in the last game. They're going to stick with the same. I think that's what's going to happen. Do I prefer Chiellini? Yes, but I think tactically the way Dolo is going to see this game is he's like, you now know what they're going to bring. Let's make our adjustment to counter what they're going to bring with the guys on the field that know what to expect. So I, that's where my head's at. Midfield, I do think you're going to see a change with Tillman versus Fuentes, but that's pretty much going to be the only move. That's it. I think it's one guy. I don't think it's going to be much more than that. Um, that's what I think it's going to look like. 
So that's my take on that one. Uh, Bam's thinking about it again. Pragmatic, pragmatic, right? Yeah. Um, I can see we get up early. I can see us dropping to five in the back, bring on like Palencia. I mean, I don't think so, right? I think it stays the same because if it worked and it got you a goal, why, why, why change it? It worked. It got a goal. Um, let's catch them on the counterattack now. They're going to have to open up, and that's when we turn by. If we score first, I, I'll throw this out there. If we score first, this is going to be a fun, fun day for us. It won't be tight like you think it's going to be, and we should take advantage of that situation. If they score first, man, we're in for a war. Um, and then it's going to be the grinder game. And we'll figure out what happens. But if we score first, I think we're in for a show. I really do. Because they can't afford to just sit back and, and wait us out. They've got to come at us. That's where my head's at. That's what I'm seeing. Um, so, yeah, whoever scores first will determine the entire focus tactically for both sides. If we get the first one wide open, if they get the first one tight and ugly. It's just that simple. Um, any last thoughts from you guys before we throw it back to our supporters? Looks like we've got eight comments. Locked and loaded. We're all ready. We're just ready for it. We're just ready for it. Um, I will say this before we get into the comments. Definitely check out Leon uh, versus Monterrey. They're playing the next day after our match. If all fares well for us, um, that match is basically advantage uh, Monterrey. Uh, they got the 2-1 win. They did suffer an away goal. Uh, it could have been worse for them, though. If you watch the game, their goalkeeper kept them in that game early. And then things just kind of leveled out towards the end. They got two quick goals in injury time. Some bizarro stuff in that game. I mean, that game was fun. Um, and then just the back and forth for the second half didn't pay off for anybody. But again, the goalkeeping situation was wild for Monterey. They have one heck of a goalkeeper. Or not Monterey. And, Monterey. I'm the Tigres. I'm losing my mind there. Um, in Monterey. And don't forget, yeah. they, they are playing the, the last regular game, regular season game against each other on Sunday as well. Which is crazy because Tigres they're ahead of Leon, right? But they could get a leapfrog situation, right? Or they mix it. But there's a leapfrog possibility in that game. It would affect the playoff seedings. So yeah, yeah, it, they can't take the day off. They have to go at it that game. So they're both gonna have tired legs for the second leg because they have to get the results to, to set their playoff situation. It's going to be a wild match. Of course, Gignac is going to be the story for Tigres, right? I mean, he was in this last one. Um, it's fun to watch, but I still think Tigres is going to make it through. I, I have confidence in them making it through. I would much rather play Tigres. You're like, what do you mean? I would much rather play Tigres at this moment. Um, I think it'll be one heck of a battle with them. And, and Leon knows us pretty well, and we know them pretty well. Um, I want my revenge, to be honest. I do. That's where my head is at. But should be fun. Uh, Tony, would you get a chance to catch that game as well? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna, I caught the first part of it in the first round. I'm going to catch the second one. And, of course, this is where we repeat to Leon or go back to – because there's two revenge stories that are here. Yes. One for us, yeah. 
to get revenge for the final and the other revenge story is not for us it's for leon to get back for that knocking them out last time we faced them so yeah dude the story the storylines jim Curtin, uh another thing in that interview that he had after the game he actually brought up that rivalry as well and he said i think there's no surprise that these are the final four in the champions league on their side those are the historic teams at least recent history they're the two strongest teams at Liga Mekis. There's no question about it. They're built for the tournament. And for us, too, we are the finalists, right? And so for him, it's like there's a reason why these teams are here and any one of them could win it. He straight up said it. Um, and so no surprises, no shocks. This is who should be there. That was an interesting point coming from him. So, uh, yeah, I know I'm quoting the other team's manager, but you know what? That's what you do when you follow these things and and – put in your due diligence is, is you gotta, you gotta appreciate what others do, um, respect it and find a way to beat it. That's how it works. That's football. So, all right, let's throw it out to you guys and where you're at on this thing. Uh, again, here we go. Moving in. Oh, Oxy says, I uh, couldn't order since he's not registered in California anymore. Well, of course you're not registered in California, but you can get a fine Kansas Jayhawks light, uh, lights license plate. Right, Araceli? Definitely in <laughs> Kansas. Um, he's officially one of us now. Yeah, he is. He's a resident. But your dad can. Papa Ox definitely needs a license plate. Help the man out. Make it happen. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah, Ox also got the ring like I did. I know. Uh, Jose Quiroz says, funny how Philadelphia tried to imitate our DBZ banner. Um, are they chasing 3252 culture? Who isn't chasing 3252 culture these days? Seriously, in MLS, we're the standard bearer at this point. It doesn't come easy, right? I keep saying that, and it can be lost in an instant if you're not careful with what you do and get comfortable with what you do. That is a running sliding scale as to who's doing what. Okay. There are other strong groups, but right now who doesn't want to get that vibe? Our away travel is unrivaled. It really is. Uh, it, it's insane what we've been able to do in the short amount of time. But again, you got to keep fighting to keep it, to build it and not lose it. This ain't a social club. This is a supporter group. Never lose sight of that. Um, yeah. They're definitely do it. Watch Austin. It's pretty wild watching what they do and, and how it, similar things look. I mean, it is, it is how it works for sure. Uh, Edge mentioning the live album says it's a seminal 90s album. It is. It is. Bam, you want to add in on that one? It's, it's one of the albums of the 90s that everyone has to own a copy of at least sometime in their life. Yep. I got it. Agreed. <laughs> uh, let's move to Carlos C. He says, I'm going to be there on Tuesday. We need to be loud and make it uncomfortable for them. Man, get in their heads, guys. It is essential. Um, they do react to those sorts of things. Make it so loud that their backline can't hear each other and their goalkeeper won't be able to communicate with them. It gets that loud. I want Leon loud. If you were there that one night at the bank, and I call it the bank because it was the bank, and what we did against Leon and how loud that match was, that is still the loudest match I have ever been to at the bank. I know it's people now, but it was a bank then. It, I, I swear my ears were ringing at the end of that game. And that never really happens in the North End where I walk away with ringing ears. 
That one actually had ringing ears. You're making your own concert, guys. It was epic. Let's do it again. Let's get back there again, especially against these guys. I mean, remember how loud we got in the cup final, right? Oye, me and more kicks off, and we just go, right? Everyone goes. We need it again. We need the unity. We need the noise. I'm with you, Carlos. Well said, man. Daniel Enhill, only five zero zeros in our club's history, not not our style. No, we don't prefer zero zeros. I don't like them. Nobody likes them. But um, yeah, this the team we played, they don't mind them. They mind it now. They can't afford it now. But uh, yeah, they have to play. We all have to play this one. It's going to be interesting. Uh, Carlos, see, it's going to be more of the same for both teams. The LAC needs to be sharper on the counter. Agreed. They got to find a way to break out quick. Uh, Carlos, see, key for me, whoever plays opposite Buong, it needs to be dangerous in order to open up Philly's defense. Yeah, they overcommit to Buong because they know they can. So somebody's got to be deadly on the other side. A surprising option. Uh, Carlos, he also sees long over Chiellini. Again, I think they're really worried about the break. Really worried about the break. Oh, Velez, I'm with you, dude. To see an LAFC game at El Volcan would be crazy. What is that? 46,000 seat stadium sells out most games. Even CCL matches are packed. Uh, yeah, who wouldn't want to be in that mix? I'm with you, dude. If they make it, dude, I definitely am planning on going. There's no question. Um, if we get there, I got to be there. I know you got to be there, too. There's no question about it. Uh, Jose Bernal in the mix. It was good seeing you last night, sir. Dig it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> David Day went there. I'll do it once. Uh, welcome back to ACB. Um, yeah. yeah. Is it ACB or AEG now? I'm not, I'm not sure. All I know is this. If they can't get their taxes right, they might be making our license plates for us up, up the river. So just a thought. You know, they could be the guys creating the license plates for you guys. You all know how that works. So, yeah. Uh, Smalls Kenobi, you're calling it. We're winning with a 2-0 shutout. Hey, don't talk shutouts. I'm a goalkeeper. I never want to hear that word. It's a dirty word. <laughs> don't talk about it. Just do it. Uh, David Day, he says he was at the Leon game. If you were at the Leon game, you know. Uh, Small says that Leon game was one of my top three moments at the bank. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Ah, here we go. David Angel giving me the reminder. Thank you, sir. Uh, McCarthy belly shovel pass. He dove on a loose ball in the box late in the second half, then started the counter by dishing it from the ground. Good attack, too. Sketchy, but it worked. I've had experience as a goalkeeper doing this kind of nonsense. If you got to get a quick counter, any old way to get it to your player and make it happen, right? Use all means necessary. I like McCarthy's thinking on this. He knew it had to be quick and he did it. Hey, man, he's again, he's at this level where he is our starter. He's playing like the starter. He's playing like an MLS all-star right now. Let's be real. If he keeps this up, he'll be going to the all-star game. You know, it has to be. Um, Let's see him keep it up for the next one and the next one after that. Open pray. That's for sure. Good stuff, Danielle. I think that is it for our comments for the moment. Thank you, guys. Y'all rock. I can't wait to see most of you uh, this week in the stadium. Get there early. Have a good time. Let's get warmed up. Get it proper with our TIFO and make some freaking noise. Love it. Good stuff, Danielle. 
Well said, sir. All right. So tradition dictates. What do we do next, guys? Yeah, that's right. Final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts. I can think of a certain individual today who's passed. That, that just stuck in my head. Right, Bam? Yep. That was final thought, though, but yeah. <laughs> Go for it, man. You have the floor. Um, I'm going to start off with doing something a little bit different. On Saturday night at 11 p.m. LA time, the Australian Women's League final is on, being played between Sydney FC and West United up in Sydney, even though Western United finished on top due to a lot of interesting things about that. There's actually four Americans playing in this, two on each side. So for Sydney, you've got Madison Haley, who um, played at Stanford, then she's now playing for Sydney, and you are Rola uh, Badawia uh, from Riverside, California. She played at California Baptist University. Um, They're both playing for Sydney. For Western United, you got Hannah Keane from Sacramento, California, who actually went to college for in San Diego Aztecs, so played for them. And the goalkeeper for West United, who has won multiple goalkeeper of the weeks, and I'm pretty sure is going to be the goalkeeper of the year for the whole league. You got Hillary Bill playing. Um, and some people that listen to this that follows the um, WNSL over there would know her from being the backup keeper at Racing Louisville. She got loaned out over here, and she's from the University of Michigan and was born in Laguna Beach, California. I actually met her a couple of months ago, just randomly at work, and she did say that she wouldn't mind playing for Angel City. So I know Angel City's goalkeeper hasn't been that great this year. Someone who could possibly win the Women's League over here does want to go play for Angel City. So there's something for you guys to think of. A thought. A thought. <clears throat> well said, sir. Good. So what time's kickoff? If we're gonna watch uh, kickoff, kickoff for you guys will be, I think, 11 p.m. Saturday night. So a bit of late one for you. It's it's um, 4 p.m. Sunday for me. Um, so if you, if you are up and about, I do highly recommend watch that. It is the, the grand final, so definitely watch that. Um, also, I'm going to finish off with saying, remember, it's okay to not be okay. Conversations can save a life. So reach out to your friends, especially with no football on this weekend. Go watch something. Go catch up, go see a movie. There's new movies out and all that kind of stuff. Um, even just catch up and go, hey, do you want to go get brunch or breakfast somewhere? And just go catch up with someone that you haven't spoken to in a while and reach out. There it is. Well said, sir. Exactly. Stay in contact with your people. Definitely. Reach out to your friends. Reach out to your family. Um, your conversations matter. Your words do matter. It does mean something. So I'm with Bam on this. Take care of each other. That's for certain. Araceli, thoughts? Um, just kind of a quick reminder, LAFC2 is back home on Sunday. So uh, again, you know, highly recommend going to check it out. Kickoff is at 3.30 Pacific time. If you can't make it to the match, the game will be on Apple TV. Um, other than that, I mean, we have a long weekend ahead of us. So definitely take this time to relax, reset. And just we'll all be ready for next week. There it is. Tony, final thoughts. Uh, final thoughts is pretty much let's get prepared for Tuesday. Relax for the weekend, you know, go to the beach. It's been going to be some beautiful weather. 
coming up soon. So not a bad time to go to the beach, relax, get a nice little tan. Um, going to stagecoach. So be stay hydrated out there. It gets really hot for those who are going, our fellow friends. And of course, you know, just you have a designated driver or have Uber or have something, a way to get home safe. Cause I'd rather see you at the game than not at all. There it is. Exactly. There are so many other alternatives these days. There's no excuse for it, right? Protect yours, protect the people you love, protect the community, community around you. Be responsible for your actions without a doubt, especially when we have big games coming up and social settings, you know how it is. Um, yeah. Be mindful. Be mindful. Have a good time for sure. But just keep your head about it. Um, I'll throw this out to you guys. It, again, was great to see the support traveling to Philadelphia. Um, I will always send my love to the away support week in and week out. You guys have been absolutely amazing. Keep up the good work. I know San Jose is going to get big. I know the next Open Cup game is still going to be big. Um, it's good. And if we can get ourselves to Monterrey or Leon, I know you guys are going to go crazy too. We just got to get there. We got to get through the game next week. Um, definitely watch the game this weekend between uh, Leon and uh, Tigres. Uh, it will be a good one. It will be cracking. It shouldn't be a sleeper, and it is a good preview to what we might see uh, on, on their match on Wednesday. So, yes, check out Leon and Tigres this weekend. Um, and, yeah, recharge so we can all do our things and make it loud. All right, here we go. Final word, Araceli. Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. for listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over